Hello guys, what's up? Welcome to Conversations with Nick and Yaya. This is episode 8. I am Nick. I'm Yaya. And we're back, finally, after three months of absentee. I'm so sorry, I'm guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, like, it's also part of my fault. Like. We have exams and it was yeah, kind of uh, My semester was quite tra- stressful as well. Same as me. Semester 3 was quite tough. Uh, anyway, our producer, Ashwin, here. Hey, any, any comments about semester 3? Come, tell to the mic. It was terrible. Yes, it was. Why, la, Shui? Was, Why so terrible? It's one of the most terrible semester I ever had in my life. And uh, we have a lot of codings and stuff like that. And, if you yeah. guys don't know, I'm still in semester two, so I'm proceeding to semester three now. So whatever they're saying now, I'll experience through the next three months. So you guys will see me suffer. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, the, uh, for the past three months, a lot of things have happened. Uh, a lot of things have happened yeah. in Malaysia. It has to do with Malaysia. I mean, what do you want to start with, Yadavan? I think we should we should start with the latest thing that happened yesterday, uh, Lee Kuan Yew passing. Yeah, Lee Kuan Yew's... Oh. That's a very sad case. I mean, Lee Kuan Yew is one of the one of the greatest. Lee Kuan Yew. I mean, even though he's not a part of our country, he has affected our country in, in so way many different so, ways. I mean, one of the things that he did was he actually uh, cried on TV when he fought when he he was he actually cried on TV when he was announcing. Oh uh, yes, yes. I, I when he left, I actually uh, thought that that was a conspiracy by the Malaysian government to feel make us feel that Singapore was actually. Like they they want they wanted to be in Malaysia, but then I realized it was true when a Singaporean told me it was true, and I was mind blown because at that time Lee Kuan Yew cried. I mean on TV, it's it's really sad. I mean he actually asked the TV station to pause wait for a moment, and I can't I can't find any. I went online actually. I tried to find the full clip of it, and um, at the end, what he said that he actually strived for unity and. He strive if you read Sejarah being based on uh, Form 5 and Form 4, he talked about striving for Malaysian Malaysia. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was kind of good. I mean, I think it would have been cool if Singapore stuck with us, actually. It's, it what what, what cool, do you think if Singapore didn't separate from Malaysia? I think Singapore wouldn't flourish as it... Yeah, I, but then I mean, you, it would be like Penang. To... I mean, it would be like just like Penang as in an industrial area. And yeah. Small. But then I... I I would like it because you don't you don't need a passport to go to Singapore. And there's no like there's more cooperation among the two countries. Do you mean two countries as in like now? No, the thing now is that we are like comparing between what is Singapore now. I mean, you wouldn't know what happened if Singapore then was still in yeah, Malaysia. Yeah, you you may never know. I mean, the people who ruling Singapore would be someone else and Lee Kuan Yew might, might not have enough power to actually that's, change. That's really true. I mean, he actually drastically changed a lot of, I mean, in terms of corruption and yeah, money. Yeah. A lot. Of, he's very strict about it. But then I feel Lee Kuan Yew is... I mean, I, I read an article yesterday, but I mean, I, I don't want to yeah, talk bad about a person who has just passed. But when I was reading the article, I realized that Lee Kuan Yew has a lot of different methods in controlling yeah, Singapore. Yeah, really, really strict. Very strict. Like, he's, he's cracked down on free speech a lot. A lot, yeah, definitely. And, and he also... I mean, the political scene in Singapore is quite limited. Yes, so to say, yeah. I mean, it's even my cousin they, in Singapore. Yeah, they, they, they try to keep it like they enforce peace. Yes, they, yes, they yes. really do enforce peace. They do enforce. I mean, like the the way they enforce peace is quite weird, la, I mean, But then weird. I feel like it works. It works in a way. And I mean, it's a Singapore, prospering country. Pros- and and before the, I even read that article, I wouldn't have never realized that they they were like that. You know. Yes. So I think they're doing a good job. Yeah, Singapore is doing well with Lee Kuan Yew before this and. I mean, Lee Kuan Yew has kept some re- good relations and some bad relations with Malaysia yeah. as well. <laughs> Lee Kuan Yew is, uh, is a really, really interesting character. I mean, 
it's it's very true that Asia wouldn't be what it is now without Lee Kuan Yew. It's yeah, really true. Uh, one thing I, I can really say that he actually put Singapore on the map. If you ask, ask Americans, Europeans, I mean, you, they know where is Singapore. Yeah, every, them, everyone knows Malaysia? what's Singapore. Yeah. And, but not a lot of people know what's Malaysia. Yeah, nobody knows Malaysia. And, 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 and Singapore is the birth child of Lee Kuan Yew. Yes. There's, no, there's no arguing that. The it's, founding it's, father of Singapore, the, yeah. one, the one that took up the job to actually, hey guys, you know what? We can do this together. We're going to build up Singapore. And he really did it. And okay, did anyways. Uh, so... Actually, you know, in fact, actually, this year is the 50th year for Singapore. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I heard of that They're coming out a movie well. for Lee Kuan Yew as well. So, right? and, and they're having a week of mourning for uh, Lee Kuan Yew's passing. Oh, this I whole didn't know that. This whole week is a week of mourning and Singapore's flying the flags at half mask. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I mean, yeah, it's still a great And I movie. also wonder, do the younger generation of these uh, today, like, understand what Lee Kuan Yew did for the country? Do they do they really pay the you respect? You mean for Singaporeans or yeah. Malaysians? I I mean Singaporeans, of course. I think they do, of course, definitely will know who is the. But then every time I meet a a younger Singaporean, they feel like I feel like every time uh, they're a little bit against the government. They they wanna. They are some of them are against. It. I mean, you know, you know what they say about Singaporeans are uh, they're very kiasu, <laughs> so to say. Yeah. I mean, they strive for the best. They always want the best for themselves, and I mean for their people as well. I mean, if if compared to Malaysia, right, we think it is like wow, it's really so good. But for them, it's like no, no, no. We want some more. We want more. Yeah, we exactly. Better, right? They they're never satisfied with that. What they yeah, have, definitely not. I mean, humans are and, not but satisfied. That that is true. I mean, it's a good thing that they 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 do not stop at what where they where they are. They they keep improving. Improving, yeah. And but sometimes, don't. Fix what's bro- uh, what isn't broke, man. Yeah, true to say as well. I mean, look at Singapore. See the Singaporean ed- education system itself. Exactly. It's, wow, it's they're one of the best in Asia, yeah, in they, the world, or Asia doing, itself. They're doing the thing that I wish Malaysia was doing right yeah, now. Yeah, true. I mean, Malaysia has a, you know, num- the number one reason why they say Malaysia can't prosper is the geographical surface area. And yeah, like that. and it's very hard to control. And that was like the whole reason everyone keeps saying lah. Singapore is a very small country, very easy to control and stuff like that. And also, I feel Singapore, as a country, right? They they did what needed to be done at the right points of yeah, time yeah, yeah, to improve. You know, like uh, the education system, they turn it into O levels. Uh, like they they have an O level system right now. Yeah, right? yeah, if I don't so yeah, yeah. like it's it's in the international class, not like uh, Malaysia that we keep to the same system as for only Malaysia for for how many years already? I mean, yeah. it was good when we had our own system, our public universities where. A lot of Malaysians just w- were doing their education in Malaysia, but now that we are a globalizing age, we need a standard that is up to par with, all with the standards in the, else in around the world. So after our high school education, we can just go to another country. Uh, in Singapore, they can just straight go to another country and start studying. In Malaysia, we have to do a foundation or a, another pre-U program. I mean, there are there are many reasons. <laughs> Yeah, because of that and stuff like that. <laughs> and we do have a huge population compared to Singapore. Very large population. I mean, we're not... F- Look, Singapore is a city. I mean, the whole Singapore itself is a city. Yeah. It's, a, it's a whole Kuala Lumpur. It's not like uh, we don't have... Uh, it's not like it's here Sabah or Sarawak where culture is still there and there's long houses and stuff like that. It's very different from... Very true, very true. Well, RIP Lee Kuan Yew. Yeah, rest in peace, Lee Kuan Yew. I mean... Did quite a lot of stuff for Singapore and yeah. Anyways, uh, we can at least agree that he did a generally good thing for Singapore. Yes, we can agree. But I, I think all Singaporeans, I mean, after the after the passing of his death, then everyone comes to realize that 
oh, he did, he really did something a lot for Singapore and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So, what else happened this week? This what? week, um, the coronation of Sultan. Oh yes, Johor? the coronation. It's so coincidental that everything's it happening on the south. Like the the south southern region is having all these things happening. One one sultan's becoming coronated, and then one one the prime the former yeah. prime minister of Singapore is passing. Okay, so did you go? Did no, you go? I didn't get to go. Okay, did you, if you guys don't know, me and Nick are both born in Johor. Yes, we have zero one in our IC. So yes, zero one forever, man. Yes, man. Ah. Oh, fist bump right there. <laughs> okay, so. How do you feel about his uh, coronation ceremony? What What do you think? What do you think about it? Nah, I think it's alright because, uh, if I'm not mistaken, according to my dad, the crown that he's he's the only ruler in Malaysia, and I mean, uh, yeah, that's to really, actually have uh, the coronation yeah. ceremony. He, it's actually the first uh, first crown. Person. He's the first person to wear a crown. Actually, the the Johor Sultanate made a crown, and he's the first Sultan to wear the crown. Amazing. I mean, and if have you seen the crown? It's big. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it, the. I don't know why, but it looks similar to the crown in England. You yeah, know? because if I'm not, uh, according to my dad, it's actually given by Sultan Abu Bakar also had the same crown. It's oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. yes. I remember a picture because, from our yeah, Sajara book. Sultan Abu Bakar was the father of uh, yeah, jo- modernism the modernization of, Johor, of uh, Johor. Johor and stuff like that. And that's why Johorians are quite proud of being Johorians. Because we, we Johorians have this instinct, you know, it's like yeah. being Johorians. And, and there's this... You know, on B- I've listened in BFM that Johor had one of the first uh, institution uh, schools, one of the first public schools for everyone to... Oh, Something that's, like that. that's yeah, cool. Hey, yeah, but what do you think about Black IPs coming to Malaysia <laughs> for the coronation? Hey, that, actually, that's quite a shock, you know. I mean, Black IPs, they're actually on hiatus. They're not making music, but... I feel I feel the Sultan is... Uh, Sultan's awesome for bringing uh, like international... Uh, pop artists to to Malaysia for free. You know the concert was free. Yeah, the concert so, was free. I mean, like it's it's nice, like it's a token of appreciation for the people, and it it's not like okay. If, did you guys did you read the interview with uh, the Sultanate by Star? No, no, I didn't read. They uh the Star had a special interview with the Sult uh the Sultan for the coronation, and the Sultan was like, "Don't hold back any guns. Just ask me anything you want." I mean, yeah, I, and, there, and there was there was one question about Datuk Ship and stuff like that, and I was quite shocked as well. A question about Datuk Ship. Oh yes, yes, yes. And uh, he was asked the question, uh, like how, uh, what do you think about doing business while you are a sultan? And he answered, he answered that they uh, do they really expect him to uh, just take the money that the government gives him and not do business. He has to he has to do some work. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, mean, I w- even I would be bored if I was just sitting there <laughs> yeah, like it's doing a different nothing. Yeah, so to say. And then he also he also said that uh, even before the Sultan Abu Bakar, the father of modernization, modernization of oh, Johor, even he did business with the Chinese from China, which to, is good. Which yeah, is the same thing what he's doing right now. Yeah, that's awesome. And and also I think in some sp- uh, some way it helps Johor improve. Yes, true. Because true. like he's not like throwing the money somewhere else, you know. And his kind of project coming out. Yeah, right exactly. Up. Pinewood Studios is right there. Lego Land is right there. Actually, and Netflix is making a show, TV show, at Iskanda in Pinewood Studios. In Pinewood Studios, amazing. Do you, uh, if you guys don't know, Pinewood Studios is also, if you go to England, Pinewood Studio, that is where they filmed the Star Wars episode exactly. seven movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I would think that 
parts of the Star Wars were actually filmed in Malaysia because there, there weren't any publicity in Malaysia. I think so. Uh, I kind of doubt it because maybe maybe if there's a tropical region, yeah, possibly. Maybe, maybe if in the, the future. Yeah, maybe in the maybe in the third, uh, seventh seven, episode, eight, the eight, eight or episode, nine, eight episode, maybe. Yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, so what else we're we gonna talk about? I mean, we've been absent for three months. It's been very tiring and stuff like that. Oh, so did you get your book vouchers? Yeah, I got my book vouchers today as well, and uh, yeah, I want to thank the government for that. <laughs> uh yeah. So the government gave out two hundred fifty ringgit for every college student. Uh, to actually buy a book to buy books yes and, and um, this year they have been like really really strict about it that why how come I, I, I experienced this when I went to buy my I went when I went to use my vouchers yesterday As, I'm not sure about other stores because I use all my vouchers in popular yeah uh, they don't allow you to buy anything else except for books yeah I'm actually okay with that I mean books are actually source of yes, yes. information but then I wanted to buy like like I had like five ringgit left I had like a five ringgit left in the voucher and I wanted to buy some pens and I couldn't do it I don't know because the government is the whole point of it, it's called BB1M voucher Buku Satu Malaysia and it's it's but for then I, okay I understand that I understand <laughs> that but then I feel like stationaries I mean like at I mean, least 10 bit, ringgit bit, man yeah a bit of stuff you can like, just let loose lah. okay okay I, I can forgive that but then right 250 ringgit for books. What book will you buy? Alright, I for last year I actually bought some local books. It's called Kel Noir. It's I, I never re- actually bought it. It's still in the it's still is a plastic wrapping. See, and this I'm, is what I see the problem is, you know. They give a lot of like 250 ringgit is not a, a small amount of money. Yeah, yeah. And they give it to every student. And every student is not gonna read the books. No, but I'm gonna read it like so that uh, but I got I've got another two books, one from Patrick Teo. And another from uh, Zan Azli. Yes, Zan Azli's uh, Afghani- Afghanistan Adventure. Oh, I mean, okay. If Zan Azli actually is listening to this. Hi, man. <laughs> I love your comic. Yeah, I mean, bo- these are local books. I'm actually so-called supporting I, I like I like how you support the local yeah. scene. I can't, I can't, uh, I only bought some local books. I didn't <laughs> buy all that, all of them local. Well, I'm, I'm kind of like, but then I feel, I feel some Let me books. tell you a change. I'm actually buying Lee Kuan Yew's book this time. Yes. <laughs> Because yes, that's that's a good move. But most of his books are about Singapore and like what is happening in Singapore and like commenting on the on the like on, on what's what is happening going on in Singapore. Singapore. But there's one book which is a uh, hard truths by from Lee Kuan Yew and it's and he and he actually talks about Malaysia. So I want to really delve into oh, that. I, I didn't see. know about that. Yeah, and he talked he talk about the special rights and stuff like that for Malays and stuff like that. Yeah. So delicious. <laughs> I just want to read about it. It's kind of cool. It's I want to see how it does it. Because the mind of his mind and I mean one of the two biggest role players in Malaysia of the modernization of Malaysia is Lee Kuan Yew and Malay in Singapore and Malaysia is Dr. Mahate. I mean these yep. two people are but did you realize Lee Kuan Yew was w- there when Tunku Abdul Rahman was there? Yeah, I mean, and he and he just passed yesterday. I was amazed. I was I I I still couldn't believe that uh, he still like he was alive until yesterday. You know, ninety one years old. I mean, uh, last year uh, Singapore had a celebration and uh, they had a video of him uh, passing. I mean, was a. Uh, was rolling through looking at uh, Lee Kuan Yew and he suddenly all of a sudden just fall down and sat down and it's it, it kind of showed that he was very very sick and old frail yeah, yeah and fragile in a way so and it, and it was quite fast because in 2013 or 2011 
I mean, that was four years ago, no? just four years or three years ago. He was doing talks to give out to people and to tell, because that was one of his last years before he was like, what, stuff like that. Talk. So when you buy the Lee Kuan Yew books, right? Yeah. Like, what do you expect from them? Um, I, I would want to see what is in his mind and how he actually managed Singapore and maybe maybe you could learn some one thing or two from it and because the way the weird way he actually handles Singapore and stuff. Okay. Hey, uh, did you did you hear about this? Uh, I've I've been watching this YouTube channel, Malaysian YouTube channel. It's the channel's name is uh, I don't remember, but there's this uh show on it. It's called uh, is it Pop TV? No, 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 not not Pop TV. I I I thought Pop TV was one of the first. Like I thought it was the only one in Malaysia, but no, there's this one show. I started started watching like last week. It's all about how. The politics. I mean, like whatever happens, you know, it's it's actually. I think it's a lawyer, but he's not. He's not clarified. He uh, there's this there's this host. He's he's uh, he talks about what's happening in this week. You know, he he talks about what what's happening this week in uh in the, in in the show. Okay. I can't remember right now. I'm using my phone to search. Uh, so yeah, he okay. So he 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 was commenting on the topic of the past, the past passing the. Hudud law. Yeah, the Hudud law. I and mean. I was I was amazed on what he said. He said that it's illegal for a state to pass laws to change the the criminal law, uh, the punish uh, the punishment that is given to people. That because that is under the federal uh, list. Yeah. You know, you, uh, you remember the federal list and the state list, right? Yeah, yeah. So the federal list is all the uh, things that the federal government. Uh, like governs and the state list is what the state governs. So on the state list, there is nothing about what uh like criminal laws or like criminal and civil law. So they actually did something against the constitution when they passed that law. So so to say, they are actually yeah. I mean, it's illegal to do that as well. It's illegal and. I'm actually, I mean, you're actually amazed. contradicting the federal constitution. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, I, and I'm even um, even more amazed when all members of the uh of the day one voted for it. Even not not even one one person talked against it. I was actually amazed, man. So um, looking at um, what's current situation in past, I mean the Pakatan Rakyat's uh, stability in terms of their coalition is quite weak right now because DAP is actually kind of against the Hudud law. Actually, I feel PKR is a neutral stance. Is it? Is it against? PKR is kind of neutral. And but DAP is super against. DAP is definitely super I against. I feel that PASS is, is a really weird mixed... Like, it, it's I mean, not supposed to be with DAP and PKR, I mean, man. Okay, there's one thing I got to agree on. This Pakistan has a lot of... Um, each individual have their own perspective of it. And when they have that, the the aim of having passed itself it's really yes exactly un- the, they, they have no common ground yeah a- except for not uh, going against the government they're going all. against BN the, the, that's the, the, coalition, the only the thing that they have to uh, like working for them like unless it's election time they are fighting against each other already yeah that's the the problem with the current uh like opposition party is what each party has their own like uh, like mandate yes one wants Islamic state. One, one wants, wants a liberal government. One wants a free like Malaysian Malaysia. Yeah, exactly. Say, yeah. And I feel like they have no common ground to come together and like you know yeah, go the, against the uh, government. I mean, I'm not saying you should go against the government. I'm saying like uh like 
at least get some support for your party, man. Well, I mean, at first, during the last two years when they had the election, I mean, especially in my area, uh, the Chinese people are supporting PAS and look at what PAS has done now in Kelantan. Exactly. I mean, okay, so the Kelantan, I think, I think it's a de- desperate move by PAS. I mean, the people... They, if, they if, see that the election's coming and right. they have to do something if radical. If the people of Kelantan agrees to it, if the people of Kelantan... But I feel like it's, it's not fair. Imagine a Muslim that was out of Kelantan what uh, was doing some crime uh, was doing some uh, sharia crime and is punished in a different way okay so he steals and he gets like jailed jail, te- jail term but then when he's in Klantan he gets his hand cut off how is that fair I mean so, that's that's the hooded law I mean that is the law itself and and, and this actually the constitution has a law in it that's, uh, that says that all men are equal under the law so that would be against the constitution as well. So this, this I feel like pass is not making sense when they when they are trying to do this. They cannot do this in a state level. They they it's it's against the constitution. They have to amend the constitution to get get this kind of um like kudut law going. Yeah. Which they need a two thirds majority in the parliament. Which I think. I mean. B- BN is uh, the Amno party is talking about joining with PAS. What, like, if that happens, I think there's a big chance for the amendment of the uh, constitution. The, the constitution but, law and but now I don't I, think I believe anything the will happen. Will definitely go against the hood. Oh my god! Will def- I don't think Malaysians are are up to it. Yeah, we're not. We're not up to it. Be- I don't think even the, the people of Kelantan. I don't think. Uh, I don't even the Malays of Malaysia are are not that. Like crazy about Islam, I, I, I. Their Islam, their their relationship. No, I mean, it's all about the movement of Islam and the way it actually brought up from the, the and, culture from. And from I Middle have, East. I have a personal, personal uh, thought about this. Uh, uh, thought. Why shouldn't why why are we taking the relationship between an individual and God and making it a. Uh, issue in the government. Yeah, we actually talked about this in the previous episode, and yeah, this, and, and yeah, exactly. Very this is a personal very connection very in between you and God. The, there is nothing for the government to do in this section. No, the thing here is that the we can't do much because people of Clanton, they're ready for it. They're up for it. Yeah, but that's not the only people who will be affected. That's the problem. Yeah, that's one thing we could say. And the, and the. Another one the thing is, here is that we are not Kelantanese, but the people of Kelantan yes, are. That's true. So and that, another thing is, that's the, that's the whole thing. they they did something that they cannot do. It's not allowed. It's not allowed in the state uh, state to like amend laws that will make you uh, like criminal law. Amend criminal law. It's it's just not allowed. It's but I have they no, passed I've, it during the parliament, and it's. It's just it's amazing. Allowed, it's just amazing how how this is happening. If the law goes into uh like uh enforcement, there would be like a hundred constitutional lawyers. I think if Karpal Singh was alive, I mean, he would come out of his grave to like <laughs> oppose this. Uh, actually, <laughs> to actually concur to that, Lee Kuan Yew also said that. If he sees Singapore, that's probably he'll come out from his grave and actually fix I, it. <laughs> I cannot believe what's happening in Kelantan right now. But I feel like a lot of lawyers uh, will go and uh, challenge this law. 
as the thing here under is, the constitution. It's kind of tough. I think the best way to challenge this law is to get Muslim lawyers. No, I or, any lawyers because. I mean, yes, of course, Muslim no, lawyers, you know uh, they need to be Muslim because this is the Sharia. Uh, yeah, it's under, it's if you call Muslim. someone who doesn't even know Islam and, and he will question back, do you know Islam? Do you know what it is? But it doesn't matter what it is uh, in the Islam. I mean, what whatever it's written in the Quran because this is going against the constitution. We are not, we are not living in an age where the, the, the Quran is the law. We are living in an age where our Malaysian constitution is the highest law of the land. Right. And it says that is wrong and it is wrong. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually reading a, an article in the Star and it says, who do debate Mesper Islamic State militants? It was, uh, will spark a reaction to that. So the Inspector General of Police, Tan Sri Khalid Abu Bakar, said the country faced an imminent threat from IS and the police were doing all it could do to minimize the danger. So who do law could actually somewhat push an IS state in Malaysia? That is, that is what PAS wants. They want an Islamic state. They want a, they want a country that practices Islam as a state government, uh, state religion. And another thing, right? Someone encouraged the DAP government in Penang to cut all ties with PAS oh. because of this. Yeah, and then uh, Lim Kit Siang has spoken again on creating a new coalition in light of PAS push for Hurut. So I'm reading the article right now and uh, what he said that it's time for us to go beyond and consider a scenario that this is a post-Barisan national and post-Pakatan riot by proposing a possibility of this scenario. I'm not saying that DAP should join BN, said the DAP. Oh, and so they're actually trying to go get, to go away from this past. Uh, and the coalition is kind of weak right now. It's going to be... Okay. will be broken. Okay. I feel, I feel whatever happens, I think it would have happened even without the Hudud. It's... They are not, they are not suited for each other, man. It was nice when the elections were happening because they needed, they needed a bigger force. They needed to team up to go against BN. But now that the elections is over and they, they, they haven't like, they're not, they're not getting together. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't feel that they will, they will hold it together. Anyways, did you hear about the BFM presenter Aisha Tadujin getting death threats? I never hear. Okay, before. so. This is related to the Hudud story. So the she she made a video about Hudud and uh, I mean she she criticized it, but not as bad as some have criticized it. She wasn't all like like, like going for like oh it's against the law and everything. But she uh, she said uh, some things about it, and people in Malaysia had death threats against her. And there was this article where her father uh, Muhammad Tajuddin is a professor in UK, uh, UTM and he 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 did he, uh, he, he did he did an article in Malaysia Insider talking about how Malaysia is like these people who made death threats against her are like like backwards people and how they don't know what's the actual Islam and like that okay so I just want to I just want to remind you guys if you if you want to watch the art okay so the video about talking about how Hudud is legal Illegal is uh, Hudud Art of the Matter. Uh, if you want, subscribe as well because they make a lot of good videos and uh, they're weekly, so they have uh, very good content and they they have really good, like, interesting, provo- uh, like, thought provoking uh, discussions there. So you guys should really su- check it out. That's good, that's good. And uh, we want to wrap things up for today for episode eight. <laughs> Finally, we are like. 
Uh, if you guys don't know, we are actually here in Inside Scoop, Damansara Jaya, with our good friend Wiyan and Ashwin. Here. Ashwin's here, and my friend Jude right here as well. And uh, yeah, we've act. Uh, if you guys don't know, we actually moved our new home, so to say. Uh, we actually came from Bus Sprout, and now we're actually publishing it here in Mixcloud because yeah. Mixcloud uh, offers a better solution for us. And, for and it has solution. a better better user interface as well. Yeah, you, you guys can have an app. Uh, go through iPhone, go through Android, except Windows Phone. <laughs> but there's a web version as well. You guys can hear from that as well. And uh, do come to Inside Scoop if you have the time. It's a nice ice cream parlor place. Yeah, it's They have great. really good ice cream here. It's true, it's true. And uh, yeah, I think we're going to wrap things up. We're okay. going to see what happens next week. We're going to continue weekly because I have a holiday right now. I'm having holidays. Okay, so I think we'll do Tuesdays. Tuesdays will be fine. I mean, that will be great. I mean, you're free on Tuesday, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm free on Tuesdays. So uh, let's wrap things up. Thank you very much, guys. Goodbye. Thank you, guys. Bye.